Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour Podcast. Do you feel like your kids run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore? Running from school to work to activities, I mean, we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time. When you have a free minute, do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore? Is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour, it's 12 months out? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. We love our kids, but being in the thick of it is stressful, and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff. I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for another week of fun and inspiration and craziness and whatever <laughs> we give you today with uh, Keisha and Rebecca. Um, Rebecca, what's going on, girl? Hey, not much. It's been like the longest day in history, so I'm kind of ready for it to be done. So I really kind of need an actual drink tonight. That would be amazing. <laughs> Dang, it was that bad. I'm so sorry. It's just long. You ever have a day that just doesn't seem to end? Mm-hmm. That was my week last week. <laughs> it starts earlier than it should, and it ends later than it needs to. And it's just like, okay, are we done today, Monday? Are we done? Oh. Well, this is going out on Wednesday, but we're on Monday. <laughs> we'll let y'all in on a like, little secret. <laughs> you know what? We're ahead of schedule. So. That, this is true. It's not the night before. <laughs> Kudos and cheers to us. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, I'm sorry. Well, the day is almost ending. So hopefully you go to sleep, get some good rest, and it's, you know, 10 times better tomorrow. So, uh, how about you? How's your uh, day going? Um, It went pretty Mondays. I'm, I guess I'm not, you know, loving Mondays. I'll say that, but they always go by ridiculously fast. And I, I just literally, I spin around, I take the kids, you know, to the bus to school, um, do like two things for work. And then <laughs> I look up and it's two o'clock and I'm like, well, dang, I got to get ready to get them from the bus. So it goes by really, really fast. Um, crazy. I can't believe it's, like Easter is going to be here before we know it. Yeah, March. The fact that March is almost over is crazy. It's like happy spring. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am excited about it. I'm I'm not excited for the year to go fast, but I'm excited that we're getting into the, you know, the spring and warmer weather. Oh, my gosh, for sure. And it is nice that it's daylight when I come home now. It's not mm-hmm. dark. So that I'm appreciative of not appreciative of the fact that this daylight savings i still don't feel like i've completely shaken it for some reason this year oh really like my sleep patterns are just off like waking up at five is so hard Mm -hmm. i don't know why like it's just not i feel like the kids are more well adjusted this year than i was really oh i feel like that was me in the fall the fall it took me forever to adjust really Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm a mess. And then I guess this is a good segue. So because I'm <laughs> sleeping regularly, I've been staying up watching Real Housewives of uh, Potomac, catching up on that. Yeah, girl, finally. <laughs> we finished it. Finally, me and Brahim finished it. Well, I mean, they had a, was it three episode reunion? 
I was like, it's funny. Yeah. I don't I don't even know the last like Bravo show or Housewives show or whatever that has not had at least a three episode reunion. It's like that's the yeah. standard now. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, they could have made it too. I feel like. Yeah, this one, I feel like they dragged it out a little bit. They drug it out, dragged it, whatever. <laughs> they did. They Especially, I was not impressed when they brought the husbands out. I was like, really? They can give us some more. I need they, more. They gave us nothing. <laughs> so what do you feel like with the season as a whole since you finished? Um, I liked it. I I still, I, I like Candace. I know you don't. I really do. No, I, I'll go ahead. I'll let you give your. I like Candace. I get into it. Karen is annoying. The grand dame. <laughs> I'm like, she's annoying. Um, Robin Dixon. Listen, I know she doesn't give a shit about our podcast. Right. <laughs> I do not trust her man. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Finish period. The end. Um, and he just got fired. I saw. Really? Job. Yeah. He just got fired. Let go from his coaching job. I did not see that. Oh, that's hot tea. <laughs> hot tea. Like four or five days ago. So hot tea. I was honestly, me and Brahim were talking about it because Benjamin's been watching March Madness. Mm. And I was like, what team does Robin Dixon's husband coach for? And I looked it up and it was like piping hot off the internet. It's like he got fired. Wow. Oh, no, I did not know that at all. Yes. Oh, that stinks. Um, let's see. Giselle. I don't know what's wrong with her either. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the other one's name wendy and mia oh mia i don't know I, they're kind of all just a mess i feel like i don't know i'm trying to candace is still my favorite she so is this season made me like candace a lot and okay. i am i i'm team candace now i like to see people um i'm I'll give anyone like, you know, second chance, third chance or whatever. So I did not like her from seasons one through now. <laughs> um, but this season, I felt like I saw growth in her. Yeah. I appreciate that like a lot. And I don't know, it just made me see like a different side of her, especially seeing all of the drama that they put her husband through, which was oh so, God. that was the most like, all right, you're reaching. You're reaching. For sure. Like, especially, <laughs> what were they calling her? Cookie Monster or Sesame Street face? Oh, my God. <laughs> dying dead like <laughs> dead. i was like they're not wrong but no and i i love how um the editors like they deserve an oscar <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> the stuff that they do with editing to show you like the real deal or to make fun of it is hilarious yeah like he was standing at the bar not even looking at her <laughs> it was oh my gosh that was such a hot mess i was like where does the storyline even come from? They I've never seen him like of all the like Ashley's husband always doing something inappropriate. Mm -hmm. I have never seen Candace's husband doing anything inappropriate. Like to throw Ever. him in the bus like that is so messed up. It was crazy. I don't so know. So crazy. And but I don't do we I don't know if we told our audience this is about Real Housewives of Potomac. I think we just started talking about it. You don't know, you said it. <laughs> Did I? Okay. And yep. I, do you think Karen has a monogamous relationship or do you think they have an open marriage? I think it, it it truly is like that she's allowed to have eye candy, but I think the definition of eye candy may be a little bit different. <laughs> like, I don't think that she, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It's because this has come up season after season now. Mm -hmm. This is just blue eyes characters, not new. We've never yeah. seen 
something. But I mean, maybe he's just old and he's like, yeah, whatever. Like we're married. I think, like, I think that's whatever. honestly a little bit of it is the age difference. And he's just like, listen, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just wish she would be honest about it. With, mm-hmm. It's like, do you do you. If it works for your life, that's fine. But just yeah. don't lie about it. There's photos of you. Like, don't yeah. lie. It's going to come out eventually. And you will look better if you just said it from the beginning that this is your marriage. It's open marriage right now at this point, And it, you're both fine with it. And keep True. it moving. No one would talk about it again. True. That's yeah. How, I mean, that's how I feel. I don't know. All right, well, we'll see what happens next season. <laughs> if right. if they don't let up, it probably will come out with photos and all that kind of stuff because they are after her to prove this. I think so. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Robin Dixon's scenario? Oh, I think it's a hot mess and I think that she should not be on the show anymore. I have never been like a fan. I've never been a fan of her at all. Her and Giselle, like they are the bane of my existence. Um <laughs> um shout out to their podcast <laughs> i know I was gonna say, they have a podcast is doing really well though so no hate with that shout out, i'm look no tino their podcast is doing this thing um but what was i gonna say so yeah with this um the whole thing with wendy and her like really just completely made me disgusted with her especially when wendy was um at the table like got her got the drink thrown on her and Robin was filming her as if she was the one who was antagonizing and the one who was an aggressor. And that whole thing just made me look at her like, you are filth. Like, I can't. That was so disgusting to me. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I and have then, no hate for Wendy. I mean, yeah. I think her husband also got thrown under the bus. So like, randomly. It was right. ridiculous. Because he like, smiled. Again, and so- <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's not, I don't even know what you call that. Mm. Beyond reaching. Because mm-hmm. it's like Candace's husband never have even looked the wrong way at somebody and they're getting thrown under the bus. It's absolutely but, ridiculous. But they, I honestly do see a pattern where, and they, they, I can think Candace and Wendy talk about it. Like, they, it's a pattern where it's probably Giselle, Robin, um, and Ashley, and maybe, you know, whoever else during the season that, um, you know, they come together in the beginning of the season to like come up with this plan of like, you know, who's going to be the, you know, person that gets thrown under the bus this season. It was Monique in one season and Monique's relationship. And, and then it was, you know, Ashley in another or uh, her husband. And well, he does it himself or did it himself. <laughs> but, um, it's just, they create these scenarios and it deflects, especially for Giselle, it deflects on not her not having to share so much about her life. Right. Right. Did yeah. you watch the um Watch What Happens Live with Robin? I did. I did. So I did like how Andy was pushing her. He like pushed. why why was it okay mm-hmm. for you to just conveniently not disclose any of that stuff during the season, but be all up in everyone else's business? I mm-hmm. did appreciate the fact that he pushed her. Yeah, and for her to say, Oh, well, it didn't happen during the season. No. Right. No. That's shady. Mm-hmm. and then for you to talk about it right so i mean there you go <laughs> and then for you to put it on patreon so that you can talk about it and get paid like that was like come on girl you're already yeah. getting a check on the show you're not talking about the show really like that that whole thing was crazy very shady very reasonably shady <laughs> <laughs> um what are your thoughts on mia i don't i don't like her but she she gives me what i need for the show she if definitely adds sense. something to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But her situation's interesting too. And then I, I don't know. I don't know business setups like corporations and all that, but it just seemed a little shady. 
too. Like yeah, her- that scenario, whatever, whatever she was explaining, it just sounded like she was putting her foot in her mouth. Yeah, um, it just sounded real sh- mm-hmm. shady. Everything's like shady on the show this year, but I don't know. I'm just like, and then to go from like the top to like now they're renting like a pet house. It just seems crazy. Yeah. I don't know whether she'll be on the show or not next year. It'll be interesting to see. I feel uh, the last thing I heard, because I feel like on, especially on TikTok, there's always like, you know, people who speculate or get some hot tea of what's coming up next season, because they're probably already filming now for next season. Um, I think I've heard that that Robin might have gotten demoted to a friend of the show. Um, I think that Sharice is back as a friend of the show. And I feel like I heard that Mia's friend got promote like promoted to like a a thing. This all could be wrong, but but her friend did give me she gave me what I needed as well. I she, feel bad for her to be honest. Yeah. I do feel like Mia just kind of like is not a nice person a lot of times. Like she thinks she's better than everybody. She gives those vibes like hardcore to me. Yeah, and it's like don't forget where you came from. Like you know what I mean, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but they all got a crazy little, who knows what goes on in those rooms at their houses. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. It definitely, I feel like in certain times, especially in the beginning of the uh, show, like seasons one through whatever, it was more real ish than it is. Like now it's just like, I don't know what to believe. Y'all just are making up certain things and it's just like, come on. Right. I do. I still feel like I love Candace the best and I do feel like she's being who she is. Like I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones I feel like are always trying to hide stuff about their relationships and just weird things going on in their life. I don't know. Candace seems the most real to me. She always has. And I, like you said, you can definitely see that she's worked on herself. She's probably been mm-hmm. doing a lot of therapy, been through mm-hmm. stuff with her mom. You know, like, I feel like she has made the most progress as a human. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like the other ones are so, not, don't get me wrong, she's into her drama too, but the other ones are just so heavily involved in the drama and wanting to like throw other people under the bus all the time that it's like, it makes for good TV. Yeah. It does, but I don't know. I'm still down for Candace. Yeah. No, like I said, this season made me a fan. I I don't oh. take back how I felt in the previous seasons, but I, I like her now. I'm shocked. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um... <laughs> No segue. I did think of something as you were talking. Dang it. But I can't remember. But no, but no real. Se- oh, go ahead. I have a segue. I'll give a segue, people, because I never have <laughs> yeah. one. The one thing that all of the women do not lack on the Real Housewives of Potomac is confidence. Yeah, this is true. Or at least appear to not lack confidence. Correct. They may fake it till they make it, but mm-hmm. it appears that they have a lot of confidence. Yes. Very good. Very good. So... <laughs> Talking about confidence today. Um, so first of all, shout out to Mel Robbins. She will be a, a guest <laughs> on our podcast one day. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, it was even before I listened to her recent episode about confidence, but I have been thinking about it um, for myself and then also for my daughter. I feel like it's not something, I think uh, men and boys do you know, struggle with it or have their struggles, but I think it's way more prevalent in girls to think about confidence or struggles with confidence, especially like outward appearance and things like that. Um, and I feel like recently, you know what it was? It was because, so for work, I had this super big, a workshop that I had to do like a big presentation with or whatever. I don't even know if I gave you the full rundown, but I'll tell you more about that like offline. But um, I still feel like I struggle with confidence at work because I don't know why, actually. I don't know why. I am one of the newest people there. 
Um, my job, you know, I, I've been there for what, maybe like four months now. And I do feel like I've come a long way in the four months, but my, my position was completely new. So it wasn't anything where it's like the person before me did X, Y, and Z. It's just like, it's being made as I take on new things, if that makes okay. sense. So there's kind of like no, I don't say like standard, but I, I need like checks and balances. Yeah. So there's not really that there. So sometimes I'm like, am I doing this right? You know what I mean? Like, so all of those questions come into play. And when it comes to certain things, like I don't, I'm not as vocal. I'm way more vocal now than when I first started, but it's taken me some time. So when it came to the workshop, I was like, long story short, my manager and I were, my manager was supposed to present like maybe like 70% of the content and I was going to do like 30. Well, she got sick and couldn't make it. So (laughs) it was almost like all on me. Oh, wow. And I was just like, I can't do Like I'm not confident enough, you know, confident to do this. Long story short, it ended up working out really well. Um, our boss's boss ended up being the one to like kind of step in and help cover some of the the extra pieces. Okay. Um, but everyone like, you know, told me I did a great job. And But even with that, even with them telling me that I did a great job, I'm still like, I didn't really. Like, what am I missing? You know what I mean? Like, where is the disconnect? Well, I mean, I know for me, I mean, I kind of opposite to you. I've only had one job my whole life. So <laughs> I've had the same job for 17 years. And it's like, I think even with my job, even though I've been doing it 17 years, if there's like a new task or a new report I have to present or a new, it's like day one all over again, you know? And it's like, I, although I'm confident in some areas, I'm not in the others. I think it's anytime as humans or women that we do something new for the first time, I think it takes probably like 15 times of doing something until you feel like you have confidence. I know Mel Robbins said it's not a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's the act of doing. And I think the only way to get confident is to just do it scared, right? And just to keep doing it and put your big girl underwear on and go. Like, that's all (laughs) you can do, right? Right. No, that's true. In a job, I mean, it's hard because you're, if you're, you were presenting to people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have peers like, looking at you like that's always the most nerve-wracking thing you can do you'd probably Mm -hmm. be okay presenting to perfect strangers maybe maybe (laughs) I feel like I'm better presenting to strangers or like my offices but when we get in like a team meeting and I have to do like a I'm like I get like sweaty Mm. I'm like oh my god I do this for a living but for some reason when you're talking in front of colleagues it's so much more nerve-wracking at least to me yeah no no that's a good point not confident again too but Mm -hmm. I don't know I think in my life I don't believe that I'm a confident person in my job I think I am not in my life interesting it's really weird what do you think well like you stated your job you've been doing for 17 years so do you think that that's a big piece of it you just feel like you have grown and gotten to know so much in the ins and outs like that there's kind of nothing that can be thrown at you that would throw you I mean like yes you have new things happen but do you think that it's come from your years of experience? But I've been doing my life for 40. I know. This is true. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't Where know. I guess, disconnect? I know, like, it's not a feeling per se, but it does seem like mm-hmm. it feels like it should be a feeling. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Like, it feels like I should feel confident, even though there's no way to feel confident. I kind of disagree with that. Think? I think you can you feel <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think you can fake it. You can fake confidence until you feel it. 
Agreed. If that makes sense. I think I, I think do that you... all the time. I personally think I have mastered the art of faking confidence. That's what I do for my job all day long. I have mm-hmm. to go to perfectly perfect strangers places and t- act like I am happy and this confident <laughs> person. But maybe I'm confusing confidence with being an introvert. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Like, I think there are some over. There are. There is such thing as quiet confidence. I, I don't know if Mel Robbins spoke about this, but just in general, like people, I think sometimes always attribute being confident with being like the loudest person in the room. Yeah. And sometimes those people are the most insecure people. Isn't that crazy? That is so fascinating to me because I'm pretty introverted too. So whenever there's like someone who's very outgoing and, you know, loud and talkative, I used to, I, I don't anymore, but I used to always think like, oh my God, like they're so confident, whatever. And then, you know, if you, as you grow and get to know people and you just really see like, wow, like they really are insecure too. And it's just, so I don't think that that's confidence because that's, they're not feel. I don't, it's so many layers to it. I don't know. I don't know. Like who in your life do you think is very confident? Like, do you have someone that you can like, that person's really confident? Oh gosh, that's good. I don't know. Like someone that I know personally. Yeah. Like, do you have anybody that you can think of? Friend, family member. That's just that when you see the word confidence in the dictionary, there's a picture of their face. Oh my gosh. That's so hard. <laughs> I don't know. The first person that came to my mind is my, what, my best friend, Leela. Okay. Um, and, you know, I know that of course, just like all women, like she, you know, has had her moments where she may not feel as, you know, confident, but I think that she is a, a very confident person. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I don't know. What about you? I mean, it's not a woman, but my husband. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Raheem is like the epitome of confidence. He's actually probably overly confident. <laughs> um, But it could be a facade. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think it's a facade, though. I think he's actually so confident that he thinks he's invincible a lot of times. Um, <laughs> But I think that's probably why we're good, because we like balance each other out in some regard. Mm-hmm. But but he does, he's always the loudest in the room and like the talking to everybody and networking. But I think it's a truth for him. Whereas from other mm-hmm. people, it's like a, it's like you're faking it or you're hiding it a little bit. But for women, I don't know. I just don't ever, I feel like there's days where I wake up and I feel more confident. And there's days where I wake up and I don't feel confident. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it sometimes has to do with like uh, outer outward appearance or just just overall, like how you're feeling, like, I don't know how to to explain it. Like, I know for me, I I think for most women, like if you have one, like a super cute outfit, your makeup is like, you're like, you know, everything just like is clicking, like your hair, all that kind of stuff. I think that that gives you that inward boost of confidence. Um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but then how do you, so I guess the challenge is how do you get to be more confident, right? Like, I don't, I really don't know. Like I'm, 40 years old I still don't know because anybody out there know how to tell like tell me how to do it like I don't <laughs> so I will all right so I looked up the definition of confident earlier and it made me remember and think about something um hang on let me pull it up so confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something and then semicolon firm trust so something I've heard before is that things that make you feel le- like so when you're not, when you lie to yourself or when you don't fulfill a promise to yourself, that can diminish your confidence. An example would be if I go to sleep tonight 
or even for the rest of this week and say, hey, this week I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and go to the gym. And I don't do it not one, like all of those times that I let myself down, because look at the definition, it says a firm trust. I'm losing trust from myself. Yeah. So that's diminishing my confidence that the next time in April, when I say I'm going to go to the gym at 5 a.m., I already don't have confidence in myself because I lost the trust that, you know what I mean, of not doing this over and over. So I think doing that over and over again in our lives kind of diminishes like bits and pieces of our confidence. Um, And then the, the inverse, I think, is true as well. If I do start to go to the gym at 5 a.m., this is just example, at 5 a.m. all this week. Then when I say in April, I'm going to do it, I'm more confident in the fact that I will do it because I did it consistently this week. Yeah. I like fulfilled those promises and that that word, like I kept my word to myself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, I think that's so, so, but see the crazy thing for me at least, and listen, people, I'm in a lot of therapy, so I can self evaluate. <laughs> that like, is not a problem. That is a great thing. Like the best of us. <laughs> But so for me, I actually think my lack of confidence is some, like something from my childhood trauma coming out. I don't, because I keep promises I make to myself. You know, I'm pretty like hard for certain Mm -hmm. things for myself, but there's something that happened in my childhood that I haven't unsurfaced yet, which I think is something that a lot of women don't talk about is childhood trauma. To some degree, I think we've all had something happen in our childhood that has made us who we are and could be classified as childhood trauma. I think that I lack confidence for something that's happened in my childhood and I haven't really figured it out yet, but I mean, no one would, no one that knows me would say, Oh, she's not confident because I have learned how I've mastered how to fake it, Mm -hmm. but I don't see myself as a confident person, which is weird. Like I want to be, but I don't, I don't feel like I am, you know, it's weird. Yeah. No, the childhood piece is such a good point because I think that that's our foundation of our confidence comes from our parents and family and people who are around us. Like if we felt like they believed in us, you know, growing up, that probably made us more confident. We felt like they trusted us. That made us more confident. We felt like we could, I won't say could do no wrong, but we, um, I don't know that they had our back, that we felt support, like all of those things and love, you know, I think that that attributes to confidence for sure as yeah, you grow I mean, up. Thinking about how to not have Bianca grow up one day feeling like I feel is something mm-hmm. that's always in my mind, you know, like what, how can we instill that into our girls? Because yeah. it's such a big deal and it does affect you in your adult life. Like I, mm-hmm. I do the day right here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Um yeah, and I think it's funny. So Livy, um, me and uh, her dad have been talking recently about like her confidence because we see little things. And I think for me, I think it's more that she's, a, I don't know, she just goes in between. Like she can be a timid and shy person sometimes. And then other times she's so outgoing and gregarious. Like today, uh, her first time at gymnastics at her new class, like I, it just made me smile seeing her talking to new girls that she didn't know and like without a problem and she was a little bit nervous going into it but um she did phenomenal so I think it also our girls are young too but one thing that I try to and I know I think both of us try to do is just you know remind her that she's beautiful remind her she's smart like those are things too that I need to get back to but I used to do that with my with both kids 
um, all the time. Like a few years ago, like at night, we would look in the mirror and I would say, you know, repeat after me, like, I am beautiful. I'm smart. I'm handsome. I'm, you know, and I definitely need to get back to doing that because their foundation of confidence starts now for both of our kids. Yeah. And that's something that, not to bring up Mel Robbins again, but the (laughs) high five habit that talks about like having the confidence in yourself, like giving yourself the high five. And I had the kids doing it for a while and they've fallen off. Like I want to, I think that's such a cool thing to have your kids do before they walk Mm -hmm. out in the morning. Like, like, yeah, you are the shit. High five yourself. Mm -hmm. Like no one else is good. Like if life kicks you in the face, you got your back, you know, like yeah. it's such a good, inspiring, confident feeling you can leave your bedroom with in the morning. I was doing it. I've kind of fallen off. But before the kids were leaving for a couple of weeks, I'm like, everybody high five themselves. Don't leave your room to you, you know, that's, and I so think cute. that's a cool thing to help instill confidence in them because it all starts within yourself. You have to believe in mm-hmm. yourself before, you know, anything at the core, you, you want to believe that you're capable of anything. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah. I thought that was really cool, but it, it seems more sensitive with Bianca for some reason, because I feel like the world puts more pressure on women when it comes to just like feeling confident, body confidence, all this, yes. stuff, you know, that men don't have to really worry about. Mm-hmm. No, that is hundred percent true. And it, and then it's just like, so does outward appearance always attribute to confidence? Like, like not always, like there's different types of, comp- like there's so many, like I said, there's so many layers to this, but um, I but think yeah, it I would, does. I think it does. Yeah. A lot. A lot more than women want to admit. Mm-hmm. And I'll I- admit it. Yeah. I think growing up, I was, I wasn't like chubby. Well, I did get chubby maybe like with my like younger adolescence and younger teen years, but like being like a little chubby, being like, you know, a darker skin girl, all of those things. Like, you know, I didn't feel confident because walking down the street or seeing like new people, they were always just like, oh, you're so beautiful. And my family and my parents and people would tell me and I would just be like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> and, and then also not being the little girl in class who all the boys had a crush on and different things like that. Like, I think that that attributed to, um, you know, like lack of confidence and all that kind of stuff growing up. But yeah, I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> but um, go ahead. No, it just, it all plays a part. You know, it's funny mm-hmm. how I, I think I'm not confident, but yet at such pivotal times in my life, I have confidence to do something like to not think and just do. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I said, I have people, I'm a lot of therapy. I don't know. Stop. <laughs> it has nothing to do with therapy. It's just, no, I'm, just saying, it's I'm like, in therapy like... because I'm messed up. Like <laughs> <laughs> we all are messed up, girl. You are no more messed up than the rest of us. Um, no, but but I don't know, like I said, it's just it's so many layers to this, but I do think that there is um, a lot of truth in doing something over and over again to get confident or to gain more confidence. I do think that there is a lot of truth to that. I agree a thousand percent. And I think a lot of times people don't do things is because they're scared of that unknown feeling because mm-hmm. they're so comfortable and like breaking away makes you feel not confident like no matter what it is in your life whether it's a health journey leaving a job leaving a spouse whatever it is you become comfortable and you're confident in that position Mm -hmm. in your life and leaving it you lose your confidence and that's what holds you back I think from doing a lot of life changes it's scary right but it's very scary so I think that core like confidence you have to just like do the work to find it sometimes Mm -hmm. or just start making actions 
to get more confident. Yeah. But shout out to Mel Robbins podcast. I'll link it in the show notes on confidence. Okay. It's good. It's very good. Everyone it was so good. Is really good. <laughs> You're not already listening. Please listen. <laughs> and please Mel Robbins be on our show. <laughs> I know, right? Shout out. <laughs> so funny. No, that was a good conversation. All right. Are we ready? For last call. All right. You go first. I right, review your shots, right? shot. Yes. Negative Nancy first. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I told you, but last or two weeks ago now, I guess. So anybody out there listening, I'm training for a half marathon, which is this Sunday, March 26th. So oh, it, oh my gosh, that came so fast. Let's hope there's no rain. We're going to have warm weather. Awesome. Yes. Anyway. So a couple Saturdays ago, we didn't, we ran out of time to do our long run. And at that time, our long run was seven miles that week. Mm-hmm. So my calves have been killing me from doing all this training. And I kind of knew that something wasn't right in my left leg. But I was like, I'm just going to do this seven miles on the treadmill right quick. Get on the treadmill. It's hurting really bad for like the first three miles. And then I don't feel it anymore. So I'm like, all right, I got this. Do my seven miles, step off the treadmill. And I'm like, oh, not good. Not good at all. No. Limped all the rest of Sunday, Saturday, limped all Sunday. My sister-in-law happened to be coming over and she's a physical therapist. So she was, I asked her to bring, bring whatever contraptions you got for me. Like, <laughs> let's figure this out. Am I like, did I tear something? She's like, I don't think you tore something, but I think you need to see a doctor tomorrow. Like to definitively figure this out because I'm limping like really bad. Like really? real bad. So Immediately, first thing that Monday morning, call all the orthopedic doctors I can find that take my insurance. Nobody can get me in for weeks. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, the race is coming. Right. So I found a sports medicine doctor that could get me in, like, right away. So I went right over there. He's like, I don't think you did serious damage, but you need to see a chiropractor. And I'm like, oh, my God. So this is what I want to do today. Go see a chiropractor. Go see a chiropractor. And she's like, yeah, you're not running until that Sunday. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? She's like, you're not running. She's like, I need you to come see me at least five or six more times before the race. And I need you not to run. And I'm like, excuse me, I was supposed to do 10 miles as my practice run with my husband. And yeah, I haven't been able to run the two weeks prior to the race. So actually, it'll be two and a half weeks. Really? I did not know that. So I have to see the chiropractor again tomorrow and the Friday before the race. She said, depending upon how tomorrow goes, she may give me the okay to run like three miles in between visits to see how I feel. It's not mm-hmm. hurting anymore, so I'm hopeful. Yeah. But I am, like, very nervous, and I want to take a shot because I am not one to just go do something. I am, like, a prepare plan. Like, yeah. I follow, like, a training schedule, and I'm very nervous that I'm not going to have what I need out of my body because I'm not trained, right? I'm so sorry. That was a long-winded thing to say. I had, like, No, a- that's a big deal. But I think, I think our bodies are so capable of doing more than we give it credit to and I think you've gotten to the point where your body is probably already conditioned enough to do it especially in the you know height of the race and the you know atmosphere and cra- like all of the adrenaline and all the kind of stuff I think that you would be fine but and this I also want you to be careful yeah and, but if the doctor says to do x y and z then of course go with what the doctor says but I, I don't think that you should have that nervousness because like I said and then all of those other things are going to help you get to crossing the finish line 
Yeah, I'm just like bummed because it's like, I don't know. I like to start something and finish it to completion and not have any interrupt. And there was no, there's just nothing I could have done about it. So it is yeah. shots to getting old and your body not being as Listen. resilient as it was in your 20s. <laughs> that is a shot in of itself. Yes. <laughs> so that's the real shot right there is that yeah. I used to be able to just go like willy nilly with stuff. I have to warm up. I have to stretch now. I got to do all these things. And it's like, oh my God. Anyway, Sorry. so what is your shot for this week? Mine is so silly compared to yours. <laughs> um, mine is, and I don't know if this was a shot that week, but Logan definitely said it when he was a guest on our podcast that he just, you would think I'm like 75 years old. So speaking of old, like he literally calls me a boomer oh and acts <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, Logan, I'm 35. First of all, I'm probably one of the youngest moms out of any of your friends. Mm-hmm. And he, what did he say earlier? Oh my gosh, he he said something and I I literally, it was like one time, I was like, what'd you say? He was like, mom, you need to hearinate. Like, I am oh not, my God. like he acts like I am ancient and it drives me crazy. So that is shot worthy because I'm like, I am a hip, cool person. <laughs> You don't even understand. Wait until he's 35. Remind him of this. Listen, and it's so funny because my, I know, I think my mom was 34 when she had me. So I used to always be like, I wish you were younger when you had me. So you could be like young, like, and he doesn't even appreciate it. Like, what did I have when I was 26, 27? Um, 26, I think. And little boy, like I am young and fun and cool. That's crazy. <laughs> You must think I'm like in the grave. Oh, stop. <laughs> I, I'm five years older than you. Oh my, oh my God. goodness. But yeah, that, and he said that part today about the hearing aid. I was like, I am, I was like, I'm making you my shot. I said it. So he was like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah. But where does he even get this stuff? I have no idea. Especially oh. the boomer thing. I'm like, you call me boomer one more time. <laughs> That's ageism, first of all. Right? <laughs> Oh God, I can't wait till he's that old though. And you can be like, oh, how do you feel, Boomer? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Cool. Right. Get him a hearing aid for Christmas one year. That is so <laughs> funny. On his 35th birthday, I will have to do that. Oh my God. Oh goodness. Um, so what are you choosing to have something good and positive? Yes, I'm taking a, a cheers and a toast to my little Bianca. She turned five officially and she had her last last because she had three celebrations her last <laughs> birthday celebration was yesterday so olivia was there you guys were yes there. it was so it was fun to have like the little girls do their little nails and she had a good time and yeah she's it's crazy like when your baby is five mm-hmm. well, but cheers to her she had a great time and good. we finally are taking all the birthday stuff down i'm like your birthday lasted <laughs> a week we're done it's these march babies and not even just our babies, like people, I'm not, yeah, people who are like Pisces or birthdays, they think their birthday is supposed to be a whole month celebration. <laughs> I'm so serious. That's so funny. it must be so, because of the, like, the weather changing. They think they can have it all. The cold. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But no, her birthday party was so fun. Olivia had a ball. Thanks. Yes. For? So mine is so random again with this, <laughs> but I don't, so well I'll, I'll say what it is first and you let me know if Bianca does this um Olivia recently like maybe in the last like few weeks even a month because it's been a while now has been starting to take showers 
And I'm like, that is such a big girl thing because first of all, it's like amazing to not have to like give you a bath, like, cause baths are very time consuming. Um, and then my kids, of course, first of all, it's a struggle to get them in the bath. And then after they get a bath, it's a struggle to get them out, especially Logan. Um, but yeah, she like loves taking showers now. And I just think that that's like, I don't remember Logan starting showers at five at all. He didn't. Um, do your kids like, does Bianca take a shower? Benjamin definitely does. Um, Bianca will take a shower. Yeah, she does. But really? Okay. Just to like help her. I mean, like no, yeah, like Olivia doesn't want any help. Like I also like turn on the water, make sure it's like the right temperature and stuff. But she, I'm just like that's such a big girl thing. Okay, so it just it made me excited because I'm like it's a you know stepping stone <laughs> for yeah. becoming a little bit older. Yeah, I mean yeah. she she will, but like. You know, I'll be like, here's your loofah, like, wash your body. But I have to, yeah. like, instruct her so she doesn't miss, like, a whole leg or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll get you. <laughs> but she's um, getting better. I'll, I'll be happy no more no more baths because it does. It takes, like, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to get out. I know. And then I think a piece of it, too, was, like, she was always so, not, I don't want to say scared of the water, but just, like, she didn't, like, water in her face a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that she's kind of gotten over that hump so also that it's more fun now because she doesn't care about that so yeah I think that is also why it's a bigger deal or a big deal to me that she is um taking a shower so it's good nice well, yeah we're growing up it's so sad <laughs> I don't like it at all <laughs> oh goodness but thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode have an amazing week cheers yes cheers Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 